Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Great Ministries. We want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have joined us today. We pray that your word will go forward and not return to you empty, that it will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. As we continue Love Month, I want to look at the love of Christ. Jesus was spending his last hours with his disciples when he speaks in John 14, 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and the Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. This is a classic if-then statement that Jesus used to let us choose something. The if part of the statement is to choose to love Jesus Christ and to choose to keep or obey his word. If we are truly honest with ourselves, we find that we have no problem loving Jesus, but struggle with being 100% committed to obeying 100% of his word 100% of the time. We will go to extremes to show that we love Jesus, yet we battle with ourselves to do the right thing all the time. We love Christ, but how much time are we spending with him on a daily basis in his word? The then part of the statement is so great, it would be foolish not to take Jesus up on his offer. Here's what you get in return. In exchange for loving Jesus, God the Father will love you because you have accepted the words of Jesus. But there's more. When Jesus speaks of we will come to him, you get the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit coming to make a home on the inside of you. Now that's great news. Ephesians 3 and 19 proclaims, To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all fullness of God. My brothers and sisters, if you had had an encounter with the Savior, you know it. You don't just believe it. You know deep down inside that you have the love of Christ in you. Paul wanted the church at Ephesus to be filled with the fullness of God. What would we do if we were filled to the brim of God? How would we act if we were filled to nearly overflow with God? Would we talk different? Would we walk different? A person who is fulfilled in God's love is not the same person. Are you ready to change who you are thanks to the fulfillment of God's love? This is a hallelujah moment in that when you read this verse, deep down you should be shouting hallelujah. Galatians 2 and 20 announces, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Folks, my sins and your sins deserve punishment. But Christ loved us so much that he took our place on the cross, dying for our sins. When he died on the cross, he died to sin, and that sin debt was paid. Now, Jesus wants us to have a different life. After all, he took our place, but would you rather that he didn't take our place just so you could continue in your unpaid sins? Someone would argue, but I didn't ask Jesus to die for me. Why should I let him have dominion over my life? Because the love of Christ is for the whole world, those who accept him as well as those who don't. 
Those who accept that Jesus substituted himself on the cross gladly exchange their old lives for the new life by faith. We can give ourselves to him because he gave himself for us. So how can we as mortal humans expect to live for Jesus on a daily basis? You think that Satan is going to give you up that easy? He will continue to tempt you in order to separate you from the love Jesus came to give. Romans 8.35 asks the question, Who shall separate us from the love of God? Regardless of the obstacles mentioned in verse 35, Paul offers this encouragement in verse 37. It reads, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are to let the power that is in us through Jesus Christ subdue the enemy. Not our own power, but his power. Paul finishes chapter 8 of Romans by declaring in verse 39 that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus is qualified to speak on overcoming temptation because he was human just like us. Hebrews 2 verses 17 and 18 declares, Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Verse 18, For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. My brothers and sisters, Jesus represents you and I before the Father as our attorney. While Satan accuses us, Jesus defends us. Why? because he loves us. That word propitiation means atonement or payment for our sins. Why did he pay for our sins? Because he loves us. Jesus knows what we're going through because of his humanity. His divinity made him popular because of the miracles he performed. Yet he stayed humble. Why? Because he loves us and he wants us to see that with great power comes great responsibility. His family tempted him, just like our family members tempt us. Jesus suffered like we suffer, and because he already knows what you are experiencing, he is able to help us as we are tempted. Jesus expresses how much he really loves us in John 15 and 13. It says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Now, folks, I would lay down my life for my children and my grandchildren. I'd be hesitant to lay down my life for my friends. And I couldn't see myself laying down my life for strangers. But Jesus did just that. Because of the love he had, he laid down his life for the whole world to prove his love. And he wants us to love one another with a sacrificial love. I confess that I'm not there yet, but I know what I have to do to get there. Jesus came to pay the penalty. The good news is that our debt is paid in full. All we have to do is accept the paid in full voucher that is available to all who will take it. So today, I'm asking you, no, I'm pleading with you, to accept the free ticket to heaven paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. Will you accept him today? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your unselfish love, love that lets you volunteer to go to the cross for me, I can thank you only by being obedient to you. Thank you, Lord, for shedding your blood on the cross, freeing me from the debt of sin, 
paying my ticket to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request and your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries. We pray that you will share this ministry with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and especially the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Milburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed and have a great week.